Hey y'all, quick note. While My Hero Academia was created for kids, this podcast is not safe for work or children. All trigger warnings and spoilers for each episode can be found at our website, myheroanalysis.com. Thanks for listening. Hey y'all, this is My Hero Analysis, a podcast about My Hero Academia, aka Boku no Hero Academia. We are three grown adults who mind Japanese children's cartoons for serotonin because God knows our brains aren't making it naturally. And if y'all are confused, my dog is positively shrieking in the background, probably <laughs> at a bird. Oh, big mood, big mood. Um, Hi, everybody. I'm Fern. And I, I, I am here. That's that's doing pretty good for me. So that's yes. where I'm at. You're doing amazing, sweetheart. Um, I'm Nicole. I cannot be held responsible for what my dog is currently saying to whoever's outside. <laughs> um, I have had two naps today, which is actually not the most number of naps I've ever taken in a day. But I am still exhausted in my soul. And I want to just thank Reagan for that, that dirty fucker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, He's getting mm-hmm. a punch as soon as I get to hell. Oh yep. my God. Or two. We're finding him three. immediately. On site. Yeah. Hi, mm-hmm. uh, it's Maria, and I am barely existing. I also took a nap today. Yay. Oh, I wish I could nap. That sounds great. Yeah. And water Malone. <laughs> <laughs> what is watermelon? It's watermelon. A, it's 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 a it's a fruit um of the melon variety. Yep, it's red. Mm-hmm. And, and green it's on mostly the outside. made up of water. But why why is it relevant? <laughs> I don't understand the connection. Because it is. No, actually, I'm snacking right now. It's um oh, it's your recording snack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> watermelon gummies with a uh, tahini on them. Oh mm. my god. They're really good. Oh, that sounds fucking amazing. We need to add a new segment called Maria's Recording Snack. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll make that note for the next episode. Um, So we do have news, sort of. We have news that is relevant to us. Apparently, I just learned today that we have 70 Spotify followers, which is like way, way more than I thought we were ever going to have. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so many. I don't understand. But hi, thank you. Hi. Yeah, I was so confused. We're so confused. We're so happy you're here. But it's like, it's like wandering into a party that it's just way bigger than you planned. It's like, this is a great time. Wow. (laughs) I guess they like our shenanigans. Uh, They must, I guess. I I guess. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, hello to everyone. We're really happy you're here. Um, This week, we are covering episode five of My Hero Academia season three. The title is Roaring Upheaval, which is very apropos considering what happens in this episode. (laughs) And in the manga, this is chapters 79 through 81. 
So I'll lead us through a brief synopsis and then hand it over to Maria for a science corner if there is anything. And then Nicole will jump in for discussion topics, manga differences, and Easter eggs. So we're just going to leap into the synopsis as usual. And we pick up where we left off. So Izuku and Shoji are running from Dark Shadow, who's just gone full goblin mode due to how dark it is and how upset Tokuyami got when Moonfish cut off Shoji's duplicate arm. Not like his main arm, but like a duplicate. Yeah, and we're no longer calling it God Mode. We're calling it Goblin Mode, for sure. Goblin! (laughs) Yeah, this mode specifically is very Goblin Mode. There is no, there's no focus. It's just rage. Yep, yep, yep. And it's a mood. Mm Mm-hmm. So Dark Shadow is blocking Izuku's way to Katsuki. So at first, Shoji wants to split up, so he distracts Dark Shadow so Izuku can save Katsuki because Shoji doesn't think they can save them both at the same time. But predictably, Izuku says, fuck that, and he does come up with a plan to save both of them. So they lure Dark Shadow over to where Katsuki and Shoto are so that they can use their quirks to create light which will weaken Dark Shadow and make him more manageable. Um, But first, they let Dark Shadow beat the shit out of Moonfish, which was wonderful to see. So, yay, immediate crisis resolved. Yep, yep. It was great to see all his teeth knocked out. Bye, Mm -hmm. sir. Um, This is like one of the few times Izuku doesn't let his massive love for Kachan just blind him to every other problem in the world. (laughs) Like, instead of that being like the upward trajectory of their dynamic, it it devolves from there. Like, this was the high point. It really, really was. It's going to devolve in this episode. So... (laughs) I love it. Um, also, Dark Shadow and Tokoyami really said sense of injustice and repression equals explosive vengeance time. And honestly, good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was truly an awesome moment. Tokoyami definitely sings Don't Let Him In to himself. Yep. Oh, my God. He so does. He he really does. That's his on, song. On a mountaintop. Yep. Conveniently, yes. there are several around. So he's yep. got plenty on of opportunity. <laughs> it's in yep. his emo playlist. <laughs> mm. Yes. Also, also, the Toko Shoji ship comes out of nowhere in this episode, but it is sailing fast and strong. Mm-hmm. And Shoji is like, totally flirting with his favorite emo bird boy like i didn't notice it on my first few rewatches but like damn shoji shoji got it bad they have a bond (laughs) they certainly do um also i have once again have too many baku deku feelings like every time they look at each other i want to write an analytical thesis so i need one of you to please sedate me this is getting ridiculous Can can I also be sedated, please? That yes. Nice. <laughs> Let's do a group sedation. That sounds I, fun. I'm just over here vibing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Maria's so- gonna sedate us and then walk away. Yeah, pretty yeah, it's much. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna be me and Fern just face down out <laughs> to the world, and Maria's just like sitting between us, bopping back and forth to her playlist while she's eating her watermelon. And mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, that that is me. I ju- I'll just make sure you guys are fine. Yeah, you'll you'll like hold a mirror to our mouths to make sure we're still breathing. They'll be like, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, they're yeah. good. <laughs> Wake you up when it's time, and then once you get the Baku Deku feels, just another, you know, 
just another. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, just flick an off switch. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. So back to the episode. Speaking of Bakudeku, um, Izuku reminds everyone that, like, yes, this immediate issue is solved, but Katsuki is still being specifically targeted and they got to get his ass back to camp where all the grown ups are. And of course, Katsuki throws a massive bitch fit. Because he's a big, strong boy who don't need no friends, but too bad, bitch, because you got friends and they're going to do their best to help whether you want them to or not. His clueless face. My poor, (laughs) sweet, dumb, dumb baby. I love his stupid face in this episode. And I have actual thoughts about this in the discussion section. So, again, y'all need to sedate me, but it's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. My only thought was he was truly pulling a Shoto. He really real, was. Though. He was and channeling his inner Shoto. <laughs> he, yes, yes. And they like have the same face. I need like a side-by-side meme of the both of them and it's spot the difference, except there's no difference. Yep, yep. Don't worry. I can make that happen. Just remind me later. Yep. Cool, cool, <laughs> cool. Also, for whatever reason, my brain went straight to the princess and their bodyguards trope again. Like <laughs> how Katsuki is the princess and mad that he has bodyguards. Because of course, such a princess. He is. (laughs) (laughs) Also, (laughs) the the little one B kid is just along for the ride. I think his name is Subarava. He's just fully unconscious, flailing along behind them. Uh, poor, poor kid. At least he doesn't have to deal with their nonsense. True. If he was actually conscious during this, he he would drop out of UA and he'd be like, I can't, I can't let these people be my classmates. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Izuku makes a comment that their whole team could like take on All Might altogether. And like before Dark Shadow got there, I, I want to say no, because Katsuki and Shoto couldn't even fight off a guy with a couple of knife tooths like well that's because they were both kind of being dumb let's be real they they were being very dumb (laughs) they They were were not at their best in that moment they were like if you set off an explosion i won't be able to see meanwhile i'm in the audience like he'll be exploded you don't need to see (laughs) (laughs) i just put i mean dark shadow did Yes, yes. Dark Shadow versus All Might would be great to see when he's in Rage Goblin mode. But Oh, God, yeah. Dark Shadow could, like, honestly, why aren't we looking at, at Tokoyami as, like, the fucking d- quirk apocalypse? Because he does not get enough screen time, and he should. And he really does. He, I need my, it. My son needs more time. I love, yes. I love my emo kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So back to the episode again. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We knew this would happen. This happens every episode. Um, but then we cut to Ochako and Sue, who are being attacked by my good child, Toga, who has never done a thing wrong in her life ever. I, I mean, I guess she's trying to, like, steal their blood, which is kind of upsetting. But, like, whatever. I mean, is it wrong, though? Is it? If is it's it? her, if it's wrong. No, no. I mean, not. you do have to sign a waiver to give your blood. Just putting that out there. Shh. Shh. We we're not we're not worrying about that. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, so yeah, Ochako and Sue get attacked by Toga, and Ochako manages to restrain her using her new martial arts skills, but Toga distracts her by asking if Ochako has a crush on someone, and she does manage to steal some of Ochako's blood. But the girls are saved when the boys come across them, and they scare Toga off because boys are gross, minus Izuku, obviously. Obviously. Oh my god, Pickles. <laughs> What is she doing? She is she is raging somewhere really? up front. Oh my god. She's raging so hard I can't even hear her anymore. Yeah, she, I, she is probably at the f- front front door um which is like seven rooms away cuz my oh, okay. house is one long line. Um but yeah, she's she's mad, which means probably children are walking by and playing in the street. Um valid. He's going valid. goblin mode. Yeah, yeah, she she <laughs> she is really telling them to get off her lawn, even though it's the public street. Okay, she's an old lady. She, she is. really is. Oh my god, your dog is a boomer. Yeah, she she is. Yes, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we still love her. Yes, we do. Um. Anyway, so Toga really said "ew, men," and like same. Yup. Yup. Same. <laughs> uh. Also, I guess I'll say it because I guess Fern didn't pick up on it because I I pick up on everything to do with Toga Chaco. Don't worry. But I I am too fucking tired. I know. I was about to say, like, Toga Chaco is your thing. So obviously you are too tired to have picked up on the fact that Toga actually goes for Sue first, like, because she's cute and I guess small or whatever. So, like, that would have been an interesting development AU. But then she is overridden by Ochako feelings when Ochako pins Toga to the ground. Like, Toga discovered things about herself in that moment hence the running away not just the ill men mm-hmm. yeah oh, yeah no that was definitely a revelation for her oh yeah she literally had by panic and was like oop too many emotions gotta run yep mm-hmm. yeah yep. which yep. i may or may not have done too as well before but you know we're not talking about my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean relatable yep absolutely So now the kids are all back together, or at least the relevant ones are. Uh, But plot twist, the kids notice that Katsuki and Tokoyami, who were in the back of that little chain, have gone missing, and Mr. Compress reveals himself. And he has used his quirk, which is compression, to turn them into little marbles. And he wants to take them back to the League of Villains because he thinks they'll make better villains and heroes. Could we make more commentary about typecasting? Yes. Too too tired. Yeah, there there will be time for that next episode and the next episode and the next mm-hmm. episode. So we're so good. many other episodes. Yeah, we're yeah. good. That we theme is get not going it. away <laughs> anytime soon. Who? Oh lord! But Izuku's crazy face when he realizes his kachan is missing and him screaming "Give him back!" gives me life. I was like, yes, there it is. There's yes. a weird feral child. There, I love him. Yes, there is feral Izuku. And he really does scream it, like, in both the sub and dub. Uh, oh, like, he fucking loses it. He loses his mind, and it is great to see. I feel like this is, like, the first time we really see feral Izuku and his Kachan. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, before, he was still, like, getting a hold of all his, like, abilities and stuff. So we didn't really have room to be able to go feral but now that he can it's so good to see i love it yep also (laughs) 
when they realized the two of them were missing, there was like a little plot twist jingle and it was amazing. It was <laughs> so over the top, but it was perfect. I want that as my ringtone. <laughs> yeah, Compress's like little theme is excellent. Yes. So Compress now has Katsuki and Tokoyami as little marbles, and he runs off, and he lets the Vanguard squad know that Katsuki is captured. So Dobby and Twice head over to meet him, and Dobby stumbles across Aoyama, who's hiding in some bushes. And Dobby clearly sees Aoyama is, like, about to approach, but then is like, oh, fuck it, whatever. Um, Don't worry, we'll get to it. We will get to it. But first, Dobby, what the fuck is going on with your neck right now? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Necks in this series are so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Like, Toshi and um, Best Genist are, like, the worst ones at Mm -hmm. this point. And and they, like, fix Dobby's neck, like, in post or retcon it to a normal length. But this, this scene right here, like protects me from becoming a full-on Dobby simp. (laughs) So I guess it's good, but also what the fuck was that anyway? Okay. So bad. Yeah. Okay. So also, um, this isn't, it's not technically a spoiler. It's really just character stuff. Um, But like, is Dobby not telling anyone else that he saw Aoyama or Aoyama saw him or any of that? Like, is it, pertinent to whatever the plot is going to be coming up or is it just dobby being dobby aka showing the world that he's not giving any sort of shit about anyone even while he collects his little secrets for himself like that's his whole thing we find out later we still don't even know now (laughs) like the full Mm -hmm. ramifications of that um uh meeting each other's gazes um we could chalk it up to twice being adorably distracting technically in the moment but like you could do a deep dive if you wanted to yeah personally i think it comes down to you know dobby has one goal in mind and that's yes. to fuck over a certain character yes and that anything is- that he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yes yes as he should and anything that doesn't have anything to do with that goal he just doesn't give a shit about he's like whatever that is very true i just feel like he may or may not have filed it away in the back of his mind for later um but in the moment he don't give a fuck because he's having neck problems Uh (laughs) (laughs) oh lord yeah it could definitely be um so then we cut to owase and momo who left Aoyama to go distribute the gas masks that Momo was making. Um, But now they're busy being chased by a chainsaw Nomu until the Nomu just randomly stops chasing them and leaves. And this makes Momo realize that their task, a.k.a. capturing Katsuki, must be accomplished because there's no other reason for the Nomu to have been told to back down. Right. Even barely conscious, she's smarter than all of us. Mm -hmm. And Awase is simping. As he should. Pickles, what are you barking at? Hold on. I gotta I gotta stop this. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, no worries. Let me pause. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, pickles, I am you're so stupid. Anyway, so the the chainsaw nomu, right? Like I I got both Nezuko from Demon Slayer and Chainsaw Man from Chainsaw Man vibes from this Nomu and like <laughs> Horkoshi, you ain't slick. Sorry, Chainsaw Man from Chainsaw Man. 
<laughs> that tickled me. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, I've never watched Chainsaw Man, and I don't think I'm ever going to watch it. I'm not either. I just I know of its existence because so many people buy it at my job. Um, but there's so many boobs on the like fronts of those oh. um, volumes. I'm just like, mm. yeah. And also, like, it's not appealing. I don't know. It, yeah, it's a no for me. There's yeah. other things that I've seen about it, and it just doesn't doesn't fly. Oh darn! TikTok made it look super appealing on my for you page. I think I think that's because the guy with the stupid little ponytail is like Oh the yeah, new... everyone's fucking obsessed with him. Yeah, he's the new yeah. simp man. Um mm. but everything else just does not seem worth it. Uh Okay, so, well, never mind. Sorry 70 followers and anyone else but no. It's going to be a no for me. <laughs> I'm sure they're absolutely heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> I know they are. Yeah. But anyways, Momo really is undefeated when it comes to thinking on the fly. Yes, God, she, she really is. That brain never stops. She so, probably has ADHD. Yes. yes maybe. Queen. Or maybe she's just super smart. Mm. Um, but anyway, we cut to Tiger <laughs> and Mandalay, who've restrained Magni and Spinner, when suddenly a wild Kurogiri appears. And he's like, okay, playdate over. Time to leave, kids. Meanwhile, Izuku and company are closing in on Compress, using an Ochako and Sue's quirks to, like, gain ground on him. And, of course, we get more crazy face Izuku. We just, uh, we love to see it. Yeah, Izuku really went feral after losing his Hakuga. Mm-hmm. Like, there mm-hmm. was no light in his eyes. There was nothing. There oh, was, his eyes went so dark. There was just fury, and it's beautiful. Also, in the midst of Spinner's, like, stain simp monologue that I never really paid attention to before, because before, I did not care about stain. Now that I'm caught up on the manga, anyway, (laughs) we'll get to it. Um, Spinner, like, definitely says he wants to murder Ida, the guy with the glasses. Mm -hmm. So so that's, like, a fun little side plot that could have been upsetting. I just never noticed it before. I noticed that, too. And I was like, do I comment on it? No, there's way too much going on. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, that could have been fun and also terrifying. Anyway, Mm -hmm. also, like, the music of of the scene as it progresses to its climax includes a pretty lady's, like, singing choir almost voice, which made me think of Heroes Rising and how dare they plant that seed this far back. And, oh like, God. they they knew what they were doing, and I have too many feelings to get into right now. Uh, <sighs> Your angina. My angina. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, of course, one more Bakuteku thing. Um, at this point, he's, like, running on full adrenaline, even though he's, like, dying from arm pain uh but he makes the comment that he doesn't feel any of the pain which is bullshit um but basically he's not feeling pain because kachan is in trouble and that's a thing that's a thing though i know Mm -hmm. i know it's a thing but also honey sweetie your arms are shattered i know you're feeling pain (laughs) they're just they're just flapping (laughs) i I hate it so much fully like stabbed in the foot with a metal hook and i didn't realize i was feeling any pain until like one of my sisters was like hey you're bleeding and i was like what and then just blood yep darling i i am concerned pickles i thought (laughs) i trapped you why are you barking again 
I mean, what even is pain? I'm not convinced that it's real. So it is real, and it, it's that's that's a little concerning. But <laughs> we can talk about that later. <laughs> All right, yeah, back to the episode. So, oh god, so much chaos. Toga meets back up with Dobby and Twice, and she reveals that she only got one person's blood. Uh, although apparently she was supposed to get three people's blood, but like she got distracted by cute girls. Okay. Like, it happens. Jeez. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the episode ends with all of these various groups colliding. Uh, literally. Izuku and company fall from the sky and land on the villains. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> and it was perfect. And, like, Izuku is the only one who landed, like, in a cool superhero way. Mm -hmm. And he only landed that way because he's fucking pissed. And good for him. It works. Either that or he practiced a lot in his room by himself that until it is, became second nature. That is also very true. I could see him doing that. <laughs> I could see him doing it in his room very badly because, like, you know how he can't dance, but clearly he can move. So, like, what's going on there? I yeah. feel like he can only do it when he's not thinking about it. Yeah, that's true. The muscle memory thing or mm -hmm. whatever. Anyway, that's the end of the episode. So, Maria, do we have any science? No science, because I didn't have the energy. Plus, I did these notes. Like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So no science for y'all today. I'm, yeah. sure you're, I'm sure you're devastated. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move along to the uh, discussion topics, and we're going to start with Dark Shadow being too damn strong. Yeah, I literally wrote, Dark Shadow is so damn strong. Poor Tokoyami. Having that kind of power must scare the shit out of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially when they told him to, like, let it take over for that brief moment. Like, that Ugh, poor kid. must have been terrifying. No wonder he's emo. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. Tokoyami really took that to heart. Mm-hmm. He did. He did. He, he really also, did. Also, I am sure uh Horikoshi was thinking that when it came to Tokuyami. You cannot tell me otherwise. Uh, homeboy is obsessed with Spider-Man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yep. All right. And then our next topic is the one I had thoughts on, but it was <laughs> first contributed by Fern. So go ahead and read your part, Fern. Yeah, you can definitely tell that this is when I just completely ran out of steam and fucks to give because I literally typed. Something, something, something. Katsuki learns big life lesson when people he's put walls up around decide to be nice to him anyway. Something, something. Yes, yep. And I, as I had more spoons for once, I went ahead and put my thoughts into mildly coherent form. So it is excellently coherent. Oh, yeah. Actually. I just like, I was like, I have nothing to say. I know <laughs> Nicole's going to have a lot. So I'm just, whatever. Yep. Okay. All right. Nicole is carrying this episode on her back. <laughs> yep. It's fine. It's fine. I like it. Okay. So I, I believe what Fern was trying to get at is like when we first meet Bakugo, he's like, he's an asshole and a bully. Like, I'm not going to deny he's an asshole, even though oh, he's yeah. my absolute favorite. Um, but he's basically being a bully to save himself from the vulnerability of being disliked by everyone around him, including, like, other fellow bullies. And then, like, when he's placed into UA, he's surrounded by a bunch of, like, nice kids who actually, like, care about things, and he just doesn't know how to react. Um, so, like, as much of a big bag of dicks younger Katsuki was... Um, 
he really wasn't actually genuinely liked by anyone except Izuku, whom he felt he had to push away because vulnerability is weakness and weakness is unworthiness. I mm-hmm. feel you, bro. Um, but now, even after he's shown his worst sides to like all these kids and they still want to protect him and like interact with him on a person to person, friend to friend level, instead of interacting with him as a feral little Pomeranian that is also a demon. Like, <laughs> of, of course, he's left befuddled and confused and can't bring himself to actually refuse their help. Hence, his stupid little dumb dumb face. He's so cute and so dumb um because like no matter how strong his walls are whether they're trauma built or insecurity built they are both of course for katsuki but i digress we can't get in that deep katsuki is essentially learning to not slap away the hands that reach out to him even if he doesn't immediately reach out to take them back at this point so that's why we see the befuddlement rather than his season one panic attacks and what we see later in his development and again we see this play out more after this arc and in later arcs of which i have so many feelings and so much angina tune in (laughs) to our catch the fuck up episodes because i talk about my angina a lot there (laughs) but But his big dumb dumb face shows that he's learning not to let his visceral defensive feralness take over every single time. It's still most times, but it's not every time. So he's learning. He's a good boy. He's trying. God, that was fantastic. Thank you. I good tried job. to I tried to make it funny because it's I it yeah. <laughs> Big well, also perfect. it's Katsuki. How do you not make fun of him? Like we <laughs> love him so much, but he is so so easy to pick on. <laughs> he really is. All right. So then moving along from that, we have a toga point. Once again, Fern contributed their uh perfectly coherent thoughts on this first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfectly coherent. Something, something. Toga says the quiet part out loud. Ochako only has a crush on Izuku because she wants to be like him. Something, something. Yes. <laughs> and is I, what I came up with. Yes. And I, again, I tried I tried to follow that theme out. Um, so like, whatever that theme is trying to tr- touch on, if you have a crush, like your identity like sometimes becomes subsumed by theirs and like that's normal and valid, especially for teenagers who are literally trying to navigate life for the first time so like it's normal and valid um but you it can go too far and allowing it to get that far isn't the healthiest and like creates other sort of problems Mm -hmm. um this difference is definitely illustrated between ochako and toga because we see ochako like actually try and do her own thing while trying to measure up to izuku um, even though probably in the back of her mind, she is trying to very much to be like him. She's still kind of trying to do her own thing. Yeah, she's very torn. She's got yes. a lot of internal conflict about it. Yeah. And then there's Toga, who we know as we get to know Toga, does the literal opposite and just subsumes herself into what she loves on purpose. Um, but also Toga should have received far more support and counseling than she did. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
which leads right into like the overall theme of the fandom and the capitalism surrounding superheroes and their industry quote unquote obscuring the actual work that needs doing like doing good in your community as well as their missions sinking them into the absolute rot of capitalism but only if you really want to get analytical about it we don't have to get into it here. <laughs> i mean we do anyway yeah but like oh man essentially Toga saying the quiet part out loud about how crushes are working and how they are in fact very similar um it's just like horikoshi is really good at talking about multiple things at once depending on which viewing layer and analysis layer you prefer to consume mm. your media with there's too many yeah, yeah he he takes a multifaceted approach for sure yep yep and then next we have momo being the best as we've already alluded to. She's just she's just so goddamn metal in this one. Because like when we first see her, she's literally passed out. She's literally passed out. She's covered in blood. She wakes up. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm fine. Immediately starts doing her analysis. Still fucking covered in blood. She's like really injured. She's got a head injury. Mm-hmm. And she's still, mm-hmm. uh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, you <laughs> are co- got. <laughs> you are correct. She is literally a queen. She is always 10 steps ahead, even when she's fucking unconscious. Yes. Mamma's out here slaying and thriving. Not really, but figuratively. Literally, she's a bloody mess. She's such a bloody mess. Poor thing. <laughs> oh, I love her so much. Yes. And finally, our last discussion topic is, again, Feral Izuku is the best Izuku. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's the best. What what more is there to say? There, There's nothing more to say. Feral, God Mode, Goblin King, Izuku is my favorite Izuku of all the Izukus. Full mm-hmm. stop. Mm-hmm. Hey, Ochako, if you want to be like Izuku, take note. I want to see your feral moment so bad. I want to see what your quirk becomes when you let yourself rage. Oh, my God. I just... Because you know it's in there. She's got her own crazy faces. She's yeah. never let it out. She's never really fully let it out. I just want I, her to go ape shit. I, I want to see it, manga. Uh, Horikoshi. Horikoshi, please. <laughs> give us the things we ask for. Anyway. Let speaking- my girl rage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Speaking of We're manga. Not projecting at all. No. <laughs> just Why? a little bit. Why would you even mention that? Just that is something we bit. are not doing ever. <laughs> Oh, Lord. (sighs) All right. So manga differences uh, for chapters 79. There's like no actual differences. Just Izuku and Kachan making meaningful eye contact, um, which was included in the episode. I just feel needed to be mentioned again. (laughs) (laughs) And then in chapter 80, um, there's just some translation differences in which Bakugo calls the like the little protection squad dweebs, <laughs> which, which is unfairly adorable. Like, bro. Accurate, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, they like made his dumb dummy face more dumb in the anime. Like they increased the dumbitude, which was a 10 out of 10 improvement. Yes. One of the few you. improvements they have made. Yes. Yes, exactly. All right. So. Chapter 81 had the most differences, but they're all kind of little. Um, Izuku calls Compress a jerk in the manga, and he really does emulate Bakugo when he's pissed. But also, Mm -hmm. calling someone a jerk is very um, 
small, Izuku. I'm going to need you to level up your swears. Yeah, and... so, Horikoshi, let Izuku swear. Yeah, let Uraraka be rageful and let Izuku say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so next, um, the little scene where Aoyama is, where he, like, possibly interacts with Davi, it's a little different in the manga, including how um, they changed his dialogue from what do I do in the manga to should I fight too in the anime, so it, like, kind of made it a little more, um, like, pointed on what he thinks he should be doing, mm-hmm. Um also, in the manga, it's actually not quite clear that Dobby actually saw him. Like, when we see what Dobby sees, it's just the bush kind of rustling. Um, so in the anime, they definitely made it more obvious that Dobby did, in fact, see Aoyama. Mm. So that's interesting, and we will get to it. <laughs> um, also, they increased the dumbitude of Dobby looking up when the others came crashing in. And again, 10 out of 10, A plus to that particular animator. That was the correct choice. Yeah, whoever was in charge of this episode did a very good job and made some excellent choices. Yep, yep. All right, so Easter eggs, of which there are, there were quite a few. Um, First, we're going to start with the Nomu. As he was chasing Awase and Momo, he was holding a yellow thing. Like, it wasn't immediately clear what it was. It almost looked like um, Aizawa's goggles. Um, but no, in fact, that does actually belong to Ragdoll, which we will kind of find out later. Mm. And in the manga, um, there were a lot of differences in the manga that were actually Easter eggs. So it, like, continues here. But in the manga the nomo is actually capable of speech which should not be happening with the nomo at this stage in the plot excuse me i was gonna say although that would be that would make the transition from like the earliest nomos to the later ones like a little more smooth it would but i want to know why they didn't include it in the anime because he says it'll kitty in the manga, which tells you he was obviously assigned to get to one of the pussycats. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, again, it's more of a clue than was in the anime where he doesn't say anything. And, like, why was him talking cut from the episode? Was There's it probably just... already too much. But still, it would have been all the budget so dramatic. Went to, all the budget went to Katsuki's dumb face. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which, which was the correct choice. But also, I'm going to retain my anger and how dare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So next, uh, Toga makes the comment to Uraka that she has the same scent as her. And she goes on to explain that that means that they both have crushes on someone, which we could attribute to Toga being a little cray. Um, <laughs> so, but it's it's like not really an Easter egg relevant to the plot, but it is interesting that Toga's blood quirk, if you haven't already pieced it together and you're somehow watching MHA for the first time while listening to this podcast. Yeah, we don't recommend doing that, by the way. <laughs> Nope, like not at all. Like, we appreciate your thirst for the chaos, but, like, uh, whatever. You do you. Um, if you haven't already put it together, her quirk involves blood. Um, like, the vampire teeth should have been a dead giveaway, and the fact that she's out here farming people's blood farming. should have been a giveaway. <laughs> but whatever, whatever. Um, 
her quirk is also allowing her to smell pheromones or hormones or whatever the biological signal it is that is evidence of a crush and or romantic attraction. And I wonder how far that could go if she wasn't so hyper-focused on crushes and romantic love herself. Like that's her whole thing, which is fine and valid. Um, Like, could she smell cancer? Could she smell diabetes? Could she smell depression? Homegirl really could have just gone into healing hero work if she'd gotten proper love and support. Fuck her parents again. Mm-hmm. 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 Agree. Diabetes. Agree with everything. Ugh. Rude. All right. Finally, um, before we get to the big spoiler section, um, apparently anecdotally according to tiktok so you know take that with the salt it requires <laughs> De- deku's original line that aside from give him back it was actually supposed to be give him back to me and we were robbed so 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 robbed that's so sad give it give it give me it give it i am choosing to believe that one's true yes obviously because i'm by now, we can tell the difference between the uh, crack leaks and the actual <laughs> um, stories. Uh- <laughs> also, every time I try to look up translation stuff on Google to verify and like look up chat rooms and stuff where people talk about it, literally no one can agree on any translation ever, in case you were wondering. So, yeah. so, so any, anything that brought topic, anything that you might think is canon or a mistake is um, both in a very Schrodinger fashion. Freaking apparently, because yep. good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the fights people fight in those chat rooms. There is oh some God. insane drama that we are just not even aware of. I am glad to be hovering on the outside of that, but I just had the recovered memory again of what we are about to get from a certain grape bitch probably very soon <laughs> in the, in the anime. anime i don't know if it's going to be this season or next season because we only have like five episodes left of this season yeah but listeners speaking- we'll just call this the big spoiler section this is where we talk about stuff that's happening in the recent manga so yeah i yeah. wasn't gonna Bye. i wasn't gonna say it but we can say it. Let's say it. We're going to go ahead and talk about okay, it. Okay, so big spoilers by if you don't want to hear this. Um, big spoilers by Netta may or may not be coming. Oh, to... my God. I am. I've been thinking about this. So like, uh, and like I'm speaking... sitting on the edge of my seat. I know they're I know. not going to do it. But what if they do? That'd be so fucking funny. But 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 speaking of the translation differences, We've seen that the, it is now included in the actual physical bound up English volume that uh-huh. that chapter is in. So, like, it's not a translation mistake. It is canon. We're just going to have to see what level of that they include in the anime. And I I can't wait for the Internet to explode again because <laughs> that was beautiful witnessing yeah. in real time. I I want them to include it. I want the anime onlys to also suffer psychic damage. Suffer the psychic damage that is by Neta and his love of Izuku and his love of Shoji. And I, yeah. Yeah. I need to catch up. I so <laughs> You really do. You need you need the psychic damage, um, especially considering what leaks I have seen for the upcoming chapter. You in particular, Maria, need to catch up. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think you're going to appreciate that. I'm, yeah. I'm trying. No, I'm not. But No, you're not. 
<laughs> you just need like a month long vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Me too. Yep. Yep. We feel you. Uh, I have two big trips coming up. At Honey. <laughs> okay. A month <laughs> off where you don't go anywhere. Yes. A month <laughs> off where we lock you in your room and just make you sleep with your watermelon and your tahine. <laughs> Pickles is still barking, by the I way. I know. She's still barking. <laughs> She's got a lot to say. <sighs> okay. All right. So we're going to go through the rest of this, continuing the big spoiler section. <laughs> Fern put it perfectly as something, something. Aoyama is a UA trader. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I wrote that one. Yeah, you did. It was great. <laughs> uh, and I went ahead and actually did it because things are happening. Um, so in the moment where... He and Twice are talking after Compress says that he has now secured Bakugo and Tokoyami. Um, Dobby says, at least in the dub, that things never go according to plan right as he passes Aoyama. Like, hmm? The hmm? foreshadowing. The foreshadowing. Um, and there's also the fact that where Dobby and Twice are, like, is actually supposed to be the overall meeting place because it's supposed to be surrounded by Dobby's fire and Mustard's gas. Um, but Mustard has not been defeated, so the gas is not there. Um, but it's just it's just interesting that this is the extraction point for when they had captured Bakugo. And that just also happens to be where Aoyama is also hiding out a like with Jiro and Hagakure oh, unconscious is. next to him. So Interesting. It's, so it could be coincidental. It could just be the place that um, Momo left him, ordering him to get back to camp with them. Or it could be that he did, in fact, try to get them to camp, but instead went to the extraction point. Um, I have questions. Yeah, because and... he didn't know about their plan, right? He's just he... he's just the little rat. That's like... That is that's like what we don't have all the information on. Like we have his side of the story. We have the fact that he squealed to AFO on the times that he did. But I feel like we don't have like I'm as I'm just gonna go ahead and assume that AFO, like obviously Aoyama knew that they were gonna attack, but AFO would not and Shiggy would not bother to tell Aoyama the details of the plan. Like that's yeah. Aoyama is yeah. not on their radar like that. Yeah, that is true, but I could also see somehow the information just got out to him like there's probably a group chat where twice and toga are being chaotic and somehow (laughs) got added to it oh my god that would be so fucking funny because my god talk about a data breach yeah like like, i need that to be canon so it's like (laughs) there's like a tiny sliver of possibility he knew something was going on but canonically, we mainly know that AFO was just coercing him to give them information. Um, yeah, it sounds like it was a very one-sided relationship. Yeah. Where AFO we- just shows up, threatens them, hands him a phone, and then leaves. Yeah, and it, it could just be a breadcrumb that he is in the place where the villains are. It, like it, that could just be the extent of the breadcrumb. But I also it could just believe. be that like you know they all everyone has to meet up at a certain point and it just met the demands of the episode yep yep so continuing with that um like the last breadcrumb i picked up on is again in the dub he says they're fighting 
maybe I should too, like in relation to the fact that some villains have been defeated and there's still fighting going on. And I'm like, but on what side, Yuga? What side? Like, obviously, <laughs> we know what side now, but I feel like in the mm-hmm. moment, it might have gone either way because we haven't gotten to the cheese yet. So like, yeah, I'm sure he probably has absolutely no clue what to do. Like, yep. You know, is yeah. AFO going to be pissed if he fights the other villains to keep his cover? Or, you know, is, you know, no matter what choice, it comes with some, like, horrible negative consequence for him. So. Yeah, poor thing. It's it's just, it's just, it's not fun. It's just stimulating to imagine what could have been going on. Mm-hmm. God, Al- poor kid. Also, another layer of comedy to this it is hilarious and i just completely forgot that aoyama in fact had absolutely nothing to do with momo's eventual injury and i just completely forgot that he in fact did not bonk her on the head (laughs) i didn't remember either you're good like momo had just told him to get jiro and hagakure back to safety and like pass out masks as he went like my swiss cheese memory just created the paranoia that he could have bonked momo on the head and momo had no idea Mm -hmm. and like there's a boomer revelation in there somewhere about swiss cheese brains and paranoia but this is not the time for it we're just going (laughs) to laugh yeah yeah let's skip that and just laugh (laughs) (laughs) so so finally Another big Easter egg relating to Dobby, a.k.a. Toya. Um, Dobby being the one to control the Nomu. Like, he is the one whose voice controls the Nomu. And, like, like that is not coincidental. It is definitely a call forward to his full history with Garaki and the Terror Orphanage. And, like, what further information we get of his backstory past season six because yeah folks there's more backstory and it's not fun there is always more backstory (sighs) also finally in the manga when the kids crash into the villains they did a fun little thing with the panels like basically showing everyone's face in that moment um they showed shoto's right side of his face immediately over Dobby's left side of his face. And like, they weren't even trying to be subtle. I'd call that subtle because how how on earth did you notice that? Because I have brain issues. It's fine. Um, I am convinced that you paused the scene and then went through it frame by frame. No, it wasn't the scene. It was the panel. It was the page. I could see them oh, next the to panel. each other. Oh, the panel. Oh, my God. I'm so yeah. dumb. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay, uh, that makes much more sense now. Yeah, no, I did not go frame for frame this particular episode. Um, I, I, saying, have, I don't know how you picked that up on that in the episode. I have gone frame by frame before, but not you for have, this You one. have. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's the tism. It's the tism and the ADHD and the vast, vast desire for yeah. Any crumb of stimulation. Hyperfixation <laughs> is strong. Oh, it's so strong. So, yeah, that's all I got for the Easter eggs. I am sweating. I have angina. Pickles is still barking literally <laughs> an hour later. Oh, Pickles. All right. Well, any final comments? I took the notes while doing well in a meeting. And if that is not peak chaos, I don't know what is. I am so, so proud of you. funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> I am so proud. <laughs> definitely what you should be doing with your work day. I approve. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. Thank you. <laughs> definitely. 
Well, all right. This has been my hero analysis. You'll hear us again soon. And in the meantime, go beyond plus ultra thirst responsibly and take multiple naps if you need to. Bye, y'all. Thanks again for listening. Theme music is The Happy Cowboy by Gary the Canary, remixed by Fern. If you'd like to submit questions, fan art, or bonus episode topics, visit our website at myheroanalysis.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Tumblr, and YouTube under at myheroanalysis. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Bye, (laughs) y'all.